Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Telco Federal Credit Union, providing loans since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Apply online at telco.com. Chuck Barrett, good to have you on again today. It's going good. So, yeah. So, uh, John is out today, and uh, Joe, along with Pigskin Preacher Chris Holloway. So, uh, we're gonna have a nice discussion today, and John will be back next week. So, get a chance to talk to him next week. But um, it was a hard-fought game, Chuck, against Texas A&M. Arkansas had a lead, had control of the game. We thought, for the most part. And then they gave up that lead late, but it showed the resilience of this team that they were able to take that lead back and go on to win the game, especially with J.D. Notay out. He fouled out late in that game, but they were still able to come away with a win. Well, it was a hard-fought win, that's for sure. And, um, you know, it's it's such a game of runs. I mean, you watch our games, you watch other games, and – Boy, sometimes that run comes right at the end. Arkansas had one down there in Baton Rouge, and they won. And A&M had one here, and they almost won. They, uh, you know, they almost stole it. But, yeah, I mean, to, you know, just to win that game. I, I mean, the bottom line is when you look at the Razorbacks right now, um, they're not good enough to look past anybody. Um, but I don't think they're bad enough that anybody can look past them. And I think they're going to play a lot of close games. I think what we saw Saturday night, something we're going to see again, um, sometimes at home, sometimes on the road. And I just kind of think that's how it's going to be with this team this year. So what do you know about Ole Miss and the matchup there between Arkansas and Ole Miss? One of those games that you have to go on the road for. You drop one at home to begin the conference season, and now somewhere along the way you need to make up games. If you drop them at home, you need to try to get some road wins. Not that you don't need to get road wins all the time anyway, but especially more so if you drop something at home. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got that LSU win down there, and that, that you know, that was a big, big road win. I don't think that this team is, is bothered that much by, by playing on the road. I mean, I know Kansas City was not a road game per se, but it was away from home, and they played a couple of good teams up there, and I think that helped them. And I think going over to Tulsa helped them. And, um, I, I don't. I don't think they're intimidated by playing on the road. Ole Miss was pretty good last night. You know they've got three games this week because they had to make one up due to COVID, and they pulled away from Florida and beat them by 16 last night. Looked pretty good. They've got two good guards. They've got a freshman that's really good. Uh, he was kind of their star last night, and um, you know playing three games in a week might affect them Saturday in the Big 12 challenge, but I don't think it'll really affect them tomorrow night. So. I think it'll be a, you know, I think, I think it'll be a good game. Ole Miss is kind of in the same spot Arkansas was in a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, their only win in league play before last night had been over Mississippi State. So, um, you know, they needed to win that game and looked pretty good doing it. So, um, Arkansas and Ole Miss have always played some pretty good games, and I think it'll be a good game tomorrow night. But I don't think Arkansas is going to be affected by playing on the road. Is Ole Miss better with their guard play, or are they a better team up front? Because we've seen with Arkansas, lately they play their best with this bigger lineup, 
that they've gone with, and that seems to be the formula to success. And they've uh, they've kind of adjusted the rotation with that bigger lineup. So as far as that matchup with the guard play and then up front with their bigs, where's Ole Miss better? Well, I think when you look at the numbers, I mean the guards have done most of the scoring. Now they, uh, uh, you know, they've got some pretty good. You know, they got a couple of bangers inside. Um, you know, Arkansas's lineup is bigger than what they started the season with, but it, I mean, it's not huge. I mean, Wade and Amude are 6'6". Um, now, Jalen's 6'10". Um, but, you know, you look at, at, at Arkansas's lineup, it's it's not overly, you know, from a from a height perspective, it's, it's not going to blow anybody away. They are physical, and I think Arkansas is more physical um, with this lineup. But what the Razorbacks really have are a bunch of versatile 6'6 guys that um, have gotten better at uh, some of the inside stuff because, frankly, they don't shoot all that well. They've had to. They've, they've, they've had to get their points in the paint. But um, Ole Miss is really, you know, generally speaking, they're guard-oriented. And I know last night it was the guards that really, you know, that really sparked them to beating Florida. Chuck, pigskin preacher here. I know this is a bit yes, pre- premature, but if you had to guess, just to surmise a guess, how many teams from the SEC do you see getting in the NCAA tournament this year? Oh, seven or eight. Okay. Somewhere in that group, probably. Um, I would I would, I would, would say that. Some of that's, you know, some of that, I'm not going to say it's going to change Saturday, but what happens Saturday could you know, maybe maybe give us a better feel for, you know, some of the teams that are on the bubble. I think there are some teams on the bubble, and I think we're one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that could go either way. But I, I, I would say seven or eight just to just to offer a guess. Well, that seems like a reasonable number of, fo- of folks. Uh, of course, Pat Bradley keeps telling us the league's going to get 14 or 15 <laughs> in, if not 18. You know, they might some of them might get in twice. But uh, seven or eight sounds good. That's the number that I had in mind as well. We'll just have to see how it plays out. I mean, uh, again, your 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 games this weekend are going to have a lot to do with the strength of the conference and all the things that go into the net. Um, you know how the teams you've played do, and how the teams that you're going to play are doing. So it's it's still real early to say. How do you see that this weekend? Of course, Arkansas is in a position where they can't look ahead to any opponents, but. SEC Big 12 Challenge, that is a change in the schedule. And so Arkansas is taking on West Virginia, and then you have several other good matchups throughout between the conferences. Well, it's a day when everybody, you know, in college basketball, ESPN is paying attention to it. They're talking about it. It's, it's the lead story a lot of the time in college basketball. You've got good teams playing one another. Um, obviously, you've got the defending national champions. So, um, you know, you've, you've, you've got some high-level basketball there. And, and in terms of, um, you know, net jumps and quality wins, um, there's an opportunity to get those on Saturday. So um, I think it's, um, you know, I, I honestly wish they could work it where conference didn't begin between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, but the payoff to doing that is, you you know, you do have a Saturday like this where, there are a lot of interesting matchups and and people are going to be paying attention well chuck we appreciate you joining us today we'll talk to you again next tuesday we appreciate you coming on every tuesday 
All right, guys. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Have a good week. You too.